Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who has helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that by just adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see the incredible changes in their dog's health. If you know me, you know my dog, Bean. He is 15 years old. He is the greatest dog ever on the planet, and we are doing everything we can to preserve his health so he can be with us as long as possible. So if you have an animal you love, go to badlandsfood.com slash not today and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash not today. That was a really good time. I, uh, so yeah, dad, I'm going to keep <laughs> Call calling you. Call me when you, you. relax, all right? I'll yeah. come out. <laughs> I'm going to get up and you tell me if I smell like perfume. Oh, yes, that is perfume. Yeah. Ew. Gross. It's like grandma. I don't like that at all. Cutter sent me a photo of you meditating the other day. Are you okay with us showing it right now? I guess. <laughs> Jamie, you are in the zone, bro. Not today, Nerd soup. That any put these here. I didn't even. Listen, I didn't even ask for anything. Any just toss them on here. If and I, I love can it. go down in history for something, it'll be for originating the term nerd soup. I said thank you for you look. I know. I said you look very pretty today. You said you dressed up for me. Yeah, I was like, so well, I was getting ready today, and I was like, well, you know, I really should put more effort into the fact that, like, I don't know how many people are watching this, but like a lot more than like in the I would see in a day to day basis that like maybe I should like put a little lipstick and like more makeup on. And I was like, this is for Rob. I love him. And then I was like, (laughs) then I think I'm just going to make a round. And whenever I randomly spruce it up, it'll be for a different person. And then you can judge how well I looked or compare them. And then that's how you know who I like more. Wow. So this is the peak. I'm just trying to give some material for the pod. Yeah, no, this is great. Cool. You do. You look. So you dressed up. I think I'm wearing perfume. I think I'm wearing perfume. From hugging me? No, no, no. Oh. Because I went, so I go to the <laughs> cologne place, which now, of course, there's no gender. So there's no man or women perfume, right? It's just, there's just cologne. Like, it's right. like, here, here's your cologne. But, I was going to say, are you calling cologne perfume? Like, well, no, you wear perfume? I think, oh, you think you're I wearing think this perfume? Is perfume. perfume. Okay. Yeah, because what happens is you go in there, there's a hundred different ones to try, but the whole place smells like yeah. <laughs> perfume or cologne. I don't even know at this point. God, those places literally is like a sense memory to my childhood, like walking through department stores with my mom while she had oh, to yeah. get all different types of shit. Watching old ladies get like their face yeah. done. Yeah, like half of it. Oh my God, every once in a while she'd let me sit up on that stool and like get a new lipstick. It was the best. Sorry. Uh, I, I no, digress. no, no. I, I just, that I think, and I think this one is perfume. I don't know. You can't smell me from there. Can you smell? You can't smell me from here. 
I think I'm still smelling that protein bar I just ate. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think there's perfume. They they should label cologne perfume. It's it's kind of because I so think I smell like, like a grandma. Well, you didn't give it a sniff before you bought it. I, but I'm in there. Everything smells kind of like the place. Like, I'm like, like your oh, nose think... is like singed inside from all of that scent. Yeah, like I can't distinct. I can't you be can't... like, okay, this is perfume. Right, this right. is cologne. Like some are, but then some like this. Or but then I put it on in my apartment where like there's no smells, and all of a sudden I'm like, my place smells like grandma. Then you got a grandma perfume. Yeah, we gotta we gotta. Get... I wasn't I wasn't like taken back when I hugged you. Yeah, but you probably like perfume. I do. Yeah. So I liked it. Oh, well. So you were texting me all week. I have to talk about Cutter on the podcast. You're like, I have to talk about Cutter. So I'm thinking what we do is instead of making, because we could make every episode about Cutter, like the whole thing. Well, be, so well I, I think of, truthfully, the real show of this should be Rob and Cutter's just text exchange, which I was made privy to only a couple of days ago. And it yeah. is the funniest <laughs> Their banter and like how different but similar they are and also just their relationship and the fact that you guys like have this individual relationship outside of me, I told you, is like makes me the happiest. It's like all I could ever want is like my husband and my best friend to like love each other. So he's the, the best. best. He's the best. But he's out of his mind. He's a lunatic. Yeah, he's another loon crazy yeah so i, I think it. i think what we do because like i said we could talk about cutter the whole thing i think we do something called cutter's corner yes perfect maybe every week maybe other every other week you tell a story i tell i you Great. offer up a story i offer up a your story, story so, back to me in our text exchange that's gonna yeah, be the so one it's gotta be. that's gonna okay. be mine but yours so, i already know just from hanging out with you guys on oh, you saturday the tension well, no, not only the tension, but what happened to him. We have to talk about that. Oh, we have to talk about that, too, because, of course. But sorry. So we Go will ahead, make this tension. all about Cutter. But this is just Cutter's Corner. Very quick. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this is just Cutter's Corner. He get, he Every once in a while, he gets on these, like, all of a sudden health kicks. And they start. I always know when they're coming because I start getting the DMs of, like, diets a certain person that says you got to do this and then you got to eat this and then you got to take this and this and I feel I'm like oh it's coming another one of these phases is coming he's like Jamie we're only he's cooking like, with yeah. butter now so Jamie it's all the oils it's oils it's everything it's oils are bad oils right, are bad but... bad everything's got to be butter I'm like okay great babe I'm so happy to cook that way no problem super chill about it I'm trying to change my diet right now so I'm on I'm in we're we're out and about. Bo is at his first sleepover, so it's just me, him, and Jack. And we're trying to have a fun day with him, but we're fucking starving. And it's like that moment where you're like, where do we eat? And if anyone's ever been with Cutter when it's time to eat, and Cutter's actually a little bit too hungry now, the back and forth about where to fucking eat takes 87 minutes. It's fucking brutal. So I could feel that coming. So I was like, no, we're going to go right here to this Mexican restaurant. We go all the time. Jack loves it. We know who'll eat great. I just want to say my, that's weird because mine, it's like you say, how we're so different, but the same. Mine is the opposite. Once I'm really hungry, I'm just like, pick a fucking place. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I, I'm 30 seconds. Normally, all day I'm thinking about where to eat. Right. But well, then when course. I'm starving, it's like, I'll, and here, pull over. Like, yes. you know? Well, not the case here. So we sit down, we order, and we're just have like a huh, moment. And he, I, he's looking around, nodding, and I'm like, What's he going to say? And he looks around and he goes, this place is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 
we're about to eat food here. Like, what is this timing? You're right before I'm about to eat food. And he's like, so many oils, so many seed oils in this place. I'm like, right. How rude is that to do right before you're going to eat? You're starving for the person to tell you. This started the tension? Oh, yeah. Because then it didn't stop. It didn't stop. It kept going. And it's never ending. It's still happening. Poor guy. No, when I was over, you guys are great. I just saw what happened. This is not my cutter's corner, by the way. We just have to address. He got stung by a millipede. Right? Centipede. A centipede. Like an, and he said it was 11 like inches poisonous. long. Poisonous. But here's the thing. No one else saw it. But None everyone was there. None of us saw it. However, I did see a very dramatic reaction of something going up someone's shorts and biting them. Well, the that bite was legit. I, the bite's legit. Like, yeah, there's no doubt this was a large disgusting looking bug that did this to him through over his shorts over his shorts yeah yes. so that that was the talk of all day saturday we were hanging out and he'd be like worst pain known to man he's like uh, on he, youtube they say it's the worst pain known to man he would he <laughs> no, would he was sidelined on our bed lying on there with ice and watch you know watching golf and i'm out there with the kids and i would get texts from him in the bed this is the worst pain anyone could ever feel ever i'm like Dude, just like put the, I'm out here taking care of your kids. Just put the phone down. And then he would march out like every 45 minutes or so with his shorts rolled up over his bite so you could see it and just like hobble around and be like, oh, it really hurts. You, you know what he kept like, saying? Like just do like he a lap like... around the house and then he would go back and lay down. <laughs> he kept saying, I'm going to be on the shelf today, guys. I'm on the shelf. I'm on the shelf today, guys. I can't do it. I'm on the shelf. <laughs> like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my, so my cutter's corner comes with a photo also. Uh, so I had texted Cutter and he's like, bro, he's like, you won't believe what just happened to me. So can you show the picture? So he, he writes me, bro, done with urinals. <laughs> This is what's the picture, Jamie? Can you describe the photo? Text to get from somebody. It's a photo like as if somebody's taking it standing up, looking down at their feet, and like actually like pointing out one of his knees, like popping a knee. And there's a like a beige pair of shorts with some sort of liquid splattered. Everywhere. He's covered in piss. He's covered yeah. in piss. <laughs> and he's like, bro, he's like, I went to use the, I, I show up to a meeting and I have a minute before the meeting. He goes, I go <laughs> to take a piss. And he's like, I'm covered in piss walking into this meeting. <laughs> that is, but and of course, I'm but this is, this happens, laughing. this happens to the guy that gets bit in the leg by a poisonous centipede that nobody's ever heard of or seen. There's pictures on Google of it. This is all in but, one week, guys. Days apart, yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. of course. And it's so just, this is Cutter. It's constant. But he's yeah. like, but the thing is, when you look at him, he's a professional <laughs> athlete. He's like a cool guy. Yeah, you know he's what a I great mean? vibe. Right. But then you're but like, then oh, you're he's Larry, Larry David. David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's. Uh... So now we've, intru- so we've, this is basically, we've introduced you to Cutter. This yes. will never be this long again about Cutter. Yeah, we'll just do, maybe we do one story a week, not one story each. So yeah, it'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Corner, this is going to be way, go. yeah. But we were just introducing him. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Speaking of Cutter, uh, do, are you, Cutter sent me a photo of you meditating the other day. Are you okay with us showing I it? I haven't seen it. Uh, that's so what I'm I saying, but know. are you okay with us showing it right now? <sighs> I guess. <laughs> Can you show it? Jamie, you are in the zone, bro. You are in the it's zone. It's a weighted blanket. Can we zoom in on that a little? You are. Now, here's where you got to describe a picture. Let let the listeners know. It's just the 
angle is unfortunate. I don't think I it's mean, so bad. There's a little more than the angle. Well, I, I'm not, it's not bad. It's just what if, Jamie, me and you think this is normal. If you show this to a fucking normal person, they think this is insane. Okay, you look so like you look I'm, like you're on a, a spaceship. <laughs> oh my god hell yeah let's go jamie what's no, going you on describe here it. i can't but i don't even know i don't know about the blanket but i so i and- have it weighted like a heavy like a literally like a legit weighted blanket on me i'm on like top of my covers VR. my legs <laughs> my legs are like are not that wide it's just the angle of where cutter is and you look I'm, seven feet tall. I have headset with goggles on, and I was meditating. So I, yeah, my my, my mouth is open. <laughs> it's like very, like I'm I'm out there. And you see my stretching things next to me that I stretch with. Yeah, you've got my like. That's my little self care. It's great. Look, some influencers can sell <laughs> self care in a beautiful, glossy, angelic way. This is, this is literally defining me. Like this is me. This yeah, is me. I love it. Listen, this I see that. This is my version of an influencer self-care. I see like that and I'm jealous. If a brand wants that to be your vibe and your <laughs> yeah. audience, I'm your girl. I see that and I'm jealous. But I think most people see that and go, this looks nuts. For sure. What And what I got really excited about, the book that I got, Cutter is on the nightstand. So I text Cutter. I'm he like, oh, you're starting to read. I know it. he's not. I'm going to uh, push look, him. The fact that he put it on the nightstand, I was like, okay, you're showing me you want to. Yeah. But let's get real. He's not opening it. Uh, so something I wanted to know, I want to ask you, I want to ask the boys in the booth when it comes to chocolate chip cookies, are we talking crispy? Are we talking gooey? That's such a hard decision. I know. That's a really hard, it depends the mood. It depends my mood. Yeah. On a Monday through Friday, (laughs) I want. Is your cookie schedule? (laughs) I want like a Tate's. I want like a crispy as fuck. Cookie. Those are good. Crispy. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's like not too heavy. Like it still feels light, even though you're eating. It feels like, you know, like the air was taken out of the cookie. So it's just whatever. It's great. On a Saturday and Sunday, I want a gooey, soft, like almost not even fully cooked chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think the way I go is if we're talking warm, I want gooey. If we're talking not warm, I want crispy. Of course. Who well, wants a warm, crispy one? Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I guess. Have I you ever had a warm, crispy? I don't know. Is that a thing? No. But I, I'm just I thinking. Think that they, but I've had, I've had I think they room get temp. I've had non-warm gooey. I've had room temp gooey. You know I've had soft, best, soft cookies. You know what Petridge the Farms? best? <laughs> nope. The best room temp cookie is? The Entenmann's mini chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. Because they're one bite. I could take a box down if I actually let myself. The truth is it's not even that they're the best. It's their one bite. That's the thing. You get the whole cookie. They're the fucking best. It's the one bite factor. They're the fucking best. It's because Tate's, I think, are incredible. You know what? I made cookies the other night and they, even Cutter said, they tasted like Tate's. I made them like this big. Were they warm? Crispy? No, babe. They get crispy when they cool. Okay, I'm in. If I'm just it's asking. warm, if it's warm, it can't get that crispy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good. 
Boys, what are we? What are we talking? Oh my God, this is like porn. You're showing us Entenmann's chocolate cookies. Are you guys agree cookies. with us about those Entenmann's cookies? My dad is jerking off on the Palisades <laughs> Highway right now. Just thinking about it. this is this is the fucking number one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to text my dad and see if he's available for a phone call. Okay. I think it could be fun if we talk to my dad. Let's do it. Let's see what. Uh, <clears throat> Does he know what we're about to, to ask him? He doesn't even know we're calling from the pod. I just said, hey, I'm going to call you from a weird number. Can you pick up? Big Ed. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Yo. What up? Chilling. What's going on? No much. I, uh, you're on the pod. Hi. Yo, I thought so. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How you doing? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> You'll what you got? Guess, guess, yeah, guess what <laughs> we were I mean I wish you could guess, but guess what we were just talking about Entenmann's chocolate chip cookies. Okay. And Jamie was like, you know what the best chocolate chip cookies are, Entenmann's. I was like, that is my dad. Like we we used to go to remember the Entenmann's factory? <laughs> yeah. Where is that? In Queens. In Queens, that's yeah. right. And they had nothing but Entenmann's in there. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it was God. all the shit ones that came back from the supermarket that were going to expire in a day. But wow. It was like five yeah. boxes for $3. Yeah, it was like great. Like a wonderland. That's for everyone who thinks I grew up with money, by the way. Motherfuckers. We were going to wholesale so. Entenmann's, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the red X on the box means they were going to expire in three days, and the black line on the box meant one day. So wow. So you just had <laughs> to eat it fast. Remember the, uh, I was telling Jamie, remember the cake that had the chocolate frosting in the middle? Yes. That with one was. With the chocolate chips? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Now I remember it with the that chocolate chips. Yeah. crazy. Yes. I don't even see that anymore. I think they outlawed that. I think so. <laughs> yeah. too. Probably had something very like harmful in there. 800 milligrams of sugar per slice. That's it. Literally, a the box of anything was like 5,000 calories. Yeah, and you had to eat the whole yeah. thing. Like, and you had to eat the whole box yeah. of everything. <laughs> That box yeah, you just had never... a fork in the box in the kitchen. It was it... Just a fork in the box, and everybody just went by and get. Yep. That's a, yeah. People think they, it's the fork in the road. It's the fork in the box. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? Uh... This is how you know Rob and I are actually like kind of related because like this <laughs> is how we I'm grew so up. So glad you. I'm so glad Robert. You're in Robert's life. You guys are the oh, best. Oh, of course. Been watching the pod. You guys are great. I'm glad he's got you. Thank you. I feel the soon. same. I want to come over and see the kids. I want to meet Cutter. That would be amazing. He's we coming would love out. it. Yay. Great. We're here. We'll be here. The, uh, I, you know what I wanted? I was trying to tell you. Remember when I was telling you about Jamie's kids and you were like, I don't remember being a parent be, being so hard. Yeah, because I was a Disney dad. Everything was just like a good time. Like all we did was hang out. I didn't, you know. But I mean, once even in a with... while, I had to throw a few, uh, you know, slaps your way and kids ways. But uh but, but uh, you know, that was old school parenting. Uh, a hundred. Look, that was my childhood as well. But but right. wasn't wasn't the way that you said parenting was easy was when you would just make sure your kids were scared shitless of you and then everything was easy. Yeah, your your mother called it fear but I called it respect. I don't know. Everybody <laughs> has a different opinion. But uh I don't know. I, I think we had a good time. I don't know. What do you tell your therapist these days? Your mom was like, you must instill fear. Yeah. 
into his soul. No, listen, there were there were great times. I'm just saying that was what you said to to when you were like, if if the kids are scared of you. And by the way, first, I think was, it's true too. But that was that generation's way of parenting, right? Whereas like, if 100%. if I was doing fucked up shit, like my, my mom was one level, but then once she said, "I'll call your dad," it was like, "Fuck, I have to stop." Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah. "I have to stop," because you yes. were, yeah, yes. it was fear. And then, Yo, so, but Jamie, do you ever say that to your kids? I'll tell your dad, are they afraid of Carter, or is it just like uh, uh, nah. no, no, <laughs> no? no I think cool. it's pretty equal in our house. However, when we say we're going to tell the other parent, it's to show like now this is going to be a big family thing. Like this isn't a moment. This is going to be like we're going to have a big punishment. Like I got to talk to dad about like what right. needs to be done about. So they, uh, it feels like another level, but I don't think it's it's interchangeable. Right. You play good cop, bad cop all the time. All yeah. the time. The thing that I hated yep. most about going to your place was that at in New York City, I didn't have a bedtime. And then I would go to my dad's and at 730, like I remember the sun still being up and he's like, yeah, time to go to bed. <laughs> and I would get in the bed and just fucking lay there. That is how hours. I parent, though. <laughs> yeah. And I would just lay there. I'd be like, fuck this. Because I would go to bed at two in the morning in New York City. I'd watch the honeymooners. Right. Like staying up so late. <laughs> and then my dad was just, you know, he, he was sick of me by seven of o'clock. Course. You know, and he's like, all right, go in there and go to bed. <laughs> uh. The worst. Yeah, because we were getting up at 6 a.m. to go to the beach. We had plans. Let's yeah. Right. <laughs> but that was, no, that's how Cutter parents every night. It's 6.50 every 20 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And they fight Just with you every night. Every night. Yeah. Uh, so, Dad, the other one thing that I wanted to ask you, I want to call you all the time on the pod, but the other oh, one thing I'm that I... be a regular. The other, I'm going to come on when I come out there. The yes. one thing that I really... How are the boys there? Yo, a shout out to the boys in the booth. How are you doing? Yo. There he is. I hit that last. yeah, man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Your dad is the show. Yes. Yeah, that's good. 100%. What's up, guys? The uh, the thing I wanted to ask you about was I want you to tell your version of the cruise story because I never got it from your end. Obviously, I know what happened on my end, but I want to know wh- what went down with the cruise when you – do you remember? When you got fucked up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you walked I, into the room or how, what is the first, like, what, wait, what is, what, what's, well, where are we? He'll tell you. Okay. I, we went on a cruise and I got <clears throat> obliterated. Like I got it's endless yeah. free drinks and no, but we went to somebody's room cause I was too young. I was, what was I? 15, 16. Yeah. And yeah. they had, um, they had 32 ounce peach Snapple bottles full of Jack Daniels. Oh my God. And I, I, dr- I know I finished one and then I don't know if I drank like a second one, but, and I was young and it, and you're on the ship and we were smoking like, but I want to hear my dad's version, and okay. I'll tell you mine. I want to hear what he... No, you were like, we went to dinner that night, and everybody in the restaurant was looking at him. The Sopranos would jump in, and these, these young girls were sending him, like, cupcakes with hearts on them. And I'm like, oh, dude, I wish I was you. I was like, you're the man. You're, you're going to have so much fun tonight. And uh, the next morning, I, we had a joining room, so I went across the balcony. I went in your room, and it was, like, black shit all over the floor, and I was like, you spill a soda? I knew you threw up. And I was like, you okay? And no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what, yeah. what you said? You said, did you shit yourself? And I said, yes. Yeah, there was black shit all over the floor, all over your clothes. I'm like, oh, man, you, you're, you're hurting. But, uh, yeah, we went down to the breakfast, and I, I had a rum and coke because his breakfast was like 11 o'clock. I've been up since 5. And I'm drinking a rum and coke, and he orders a soda. He's hurting. And I just switched my rum and coke with his <gasps> coke. And he just was so thirsty. He took the biggest inhale on his straw. And I just saw his eyes bulge out of his head. And he looks at me and I go, yeah, how's that drink? And he goes, yeah. He goes, not bad. Can I have another one? And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> He's got a future. He's this kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got a future. He's going to be a party. Yeah. And there it began. 
there you go. It's all my fault, Jamie. No, please. Yeah. Cause see what, what I, so here's, here's what I remember. I remember waking up in the bed and I remember seeing like just this like black hole. And I look, cause there were two beds in the room and my little brother was sleeping on the other bed, but he was gone. So I look, and now I'm, I'm sleeping on his bed when I wake up. So I look at my, the bed I was sleeping on, I take the blanket off and there's just a black circle that's the, it's like, it's like half the size of my body. Like it's massive. And I'm like, holy shit. So now I'm like, I got to get it, but it's all over the floor, everything. But I'm like, I got to get this out of here before dad comes in the room. So I, I take it all up and I stuff it where like the life jackets are. And then oh. he comes in and the room stinks. And he looks at me, he goes, did you shit yourself? And I just, I, cause I didn't know. I was like, what am I going to tell him? He goes, did you shit yourself? I go, yeah. So now yeah. in my head, like I'm at breakfast, everybody, I'm like, dad told everyone I shit myself last night and it was so fucking awkward. And then, uh, and then I start slowly while we're going through the cruise, I see people who are like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, last night was crazy. I remember being on stage singing Brown Eyed Girl with some guy who had like a guitar and he was playing and I was wrecked. Rob, who would you be if social media existed at that time, because to, we were on the number one show on television at that time. If social media existed, like you <laughs> wouldn't be able to go anywhere, let alone like um, you'd be you'd be a viral star in no the worst doubt. way. Yeah. In the most embarrassing but way. You were always sweet. Dad. You were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say you'd be Sam Kinison, but I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> and then, and then we'll we'll talk about this one another time. But my dad came to visit me in Vegas a couple times. Oh, and he before saw. Before you stop drinking, you quitter. Yeah. yeah before. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Uh, and then, <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, and we he fucking saw what I was up to in Vegas, which was it wow. was. Yeah. bad yeah it was, that was a great time yeah it, it was fun because it's like when people would come for a week and they'd be like you're having so much fun it's like yeah but then i would do it for two years straight right with everyone who yeah. came and it was you know right it was bad but uh yeah, yeah dad we we're gonna like a bottle of uh, tequila before we even went out to go out that night yeah. yeah that was a good time that was a really good time i uh <laughs> so yeah dad i'm gonna keep Call calling me you, you relax, all right I'll yeah uh, this call went as just as good as I hoped it would. I'll, oh, good, good. Yeah, you caught me at a good time. <laughs> so I'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll give you. We'll we'll give you a call uh, every couple episodes and check oh, in. Oh yes. Bye guys. Bye Jimmy. Oh wait, wait. One last thing. Congrats on being a grandpa, everybody. Yay. Yeah, grandpa. Yay. I'm not ready for that title yet. It's <laughs> okay. But, uh, be proud. Yeah. She's a doll. Yeah, it's a blessing. She's yeah, so thanks, cute. Guys. Congrats. Thank you. All right, later. See you soon. Stay well. You later. too. Bye. He's the best. What'd you think, guys? That was my dad. Did you so gotta great. call him every show. Yeah, man. We need him in the studio. Yeah, he's like, gotta ASAP. be the third mic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yep. solid. He's so good. He it's you can a lot of like your really great qualities are from him. Oh, he's gonna love to hear that. He's gonna that's it's gonna true. be like, that's gonna be my Christmas your, card this year. Your charm, your humor, your like raw honesty like you're you know like uh, uh, like a lot of what you love about your dad is what you love about you yeah yeah, uh, yeah. he's very honest which is great. i love it yeah you were you kept being like yeah i mean that was dark times and he's like yeah one of the greatest nights of my life it was awesome, awesome. yeah oh he fucking would, loved it he would get home and be like, i can't wait to come back he's which, like you would drink a whole bottle of tequila even before you left the house it was awesome 
awesome. Yeah, was was I fucking around any? Nah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone weird. believes. And that's you. my dad. Imagine if I had my friends that's calling. Right. That's my fucking dad. Uh all right, that we should awesome. do uh do we have a memory lane for oh. the uh the squad? Oh yeah, let me pull it up. Oh my god. Oh I, I know This is we're filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We this are is filming. we're filming. We're on set because yes, you have a solo cup. Yeah. And uh, that's Meadows clothes, not mine. Same. That I know that's AJ's clothes. And that was uh, that is our pose. I feel like there has to be like a hundred photos of you and I in that what whatever that's called. Pose. You know what I think this was? I think this was the reason I remember this is because I remember we were shooting a scene one time and Fat Joe came to set because he wanted to meet James mm-hmm. to get a picture with him for like his album or something. And he was like, like he yeah, got I have out. A fuzzy memory of that. They pulled up in like all the SUVs and he got out like how the president gets out and was just beeline. Like I hear James is here. I don't know if it was in like a neighborhood that he used to yeah, 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 like yeah. hang around in or something. But he heard and he, and this is before social media. So nobody yes. knew where we were. Yes. Like he heard yes. somehow oh, that I'm he was there. Yes. I remember up. that like hustle to get to him. Yeah. And it was, uh, and I think that was this, I'm going to say it was like a funeral scene, maybe. Uh, I don't think it's a funeral because I'm in green. Oh, Is yeah, this that's like true. Um, uh, Christopher's like son's like baptism or something like that? Yeah, I think maybe. That, that sounds right. I don't know the scene, oh, oh. but it is at a church. Yeah. Okay. So, or is it for and the year then? Uh, so, two thousand. I would say six. Oh, really? Okay, I'll go with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand six. Shooting right. Sopranos at Saint Rita's Church in Astoria. Wow. Astoria. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah Queens. Yeah. 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 It all. It all checks out. So memory with, lane. With the uh, Sopranos photo, let's go to. Um, the Sopranos trivia. The question is going to be from Time Immemorial on Instagram, wow. the Soprano yeah. meme god. Yeah. Uh, so one one through five are the level of difficulties. We already did two. So what do you want to do, Jamie? One. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> what year does Tony claim it is in his household? Okay, you go, Jamie. I'll just say mine and then you could. Okay. We'll believe you. 1975. 1954? Nailed it. 1954. Damn, Jane. You know the only reason I know that is I get you tagged. You watched the show. No. I would have remembered dialogue. I get tagged in that clip on Instagram daily. Like, literally. I should have been more confident in writing that, but it's like just in my brain because I feel like I've seen it so much. Before we go, I'm going to get up and you tell me if I smell like perfume because okay. I'm smelling perfume. Hold okay. On. And then we'll we'll do a little more because we want to. I appreciate sure not it. like leaving the listeners in a cliffhanger. Yeah, we could possibly need, never mention again. Need them to know. Yeah, oh, yes. That is perfume. That's perfume. Ooh, that is not good perfume. That smells like a cheap ass like grandma. mall perfume. Yeah. Ew. Gross. It's like grandma. I don't like that at all. It's from Lalabo. Interesting. And you I say yeah. it's cheap. It's not a fucking cheap. No, place. I didn't say I didn't say it was cheap, but it smells cheap. Yeah. So we have two things. We'll do the sweet and sour after this. But the first thing is somebody sent in a Venmo. I guess Venmo is just attached to the email. <laughs> yeah. And Jamie made a joke saying It says this person's name don't uh paid you one dollars on Venmo. 
Oh, and the reason of the payment is uh, it has a little slice of pizza and it says, get on the program, Rob, because remember we said, could we pay Rob to eat? Is it just to eat pizza or specific types of pizza? Oh, yeah. I think it was like Domino's. I think it was Domino's. I think it was Domino's. like a hundred grand or something. No, no. McDonald's is a hundred grand. We're one dollar closer to our goal, ladies and gentlemen, of what does it need to be? A thousand bucks? That's some extra betting money for you. No one's sending in money. We're not doing that. It was just funny that they did. the clowns. No, no, no. Send in the money. Send in the clowns. (laughs) Send in the money because Robbie needs to remember that people aren't total idiots for still eating Domino's like sometimes every once in a while it's good and you will recover a day later and you'll be fine I gotta say you're not an idiot for eating pizza Domino's eh, you might be well this it's is why we need hunt. to raise money for this cause please send in your money what uh by the way so when we go to New York I'll do pizza with you how's that okay but okay. you have to pick because I don't know where to yeah, go of course I'm not letting you pick we'll be at fucking Pizza Hut in Long Island that's true. Yeah, of course. We'll be we'll be at Times Square Great Sabaros. Fountain soda there. Yeah. Ugh. That's right. Okay, here's our our sweet and sour email. The title is I want my girl to stay at home. Hi. So my girl is a stay-at-home mom. We have 3 kids, 3, 2, and 8 months. Oh, wow. And she's really going through it. I didn't really want kids, but here they are. I love them to death and will do anything for them and her. I wake up and I go to my this nine This is to- my dad. <laughs> I wake up and I go to my nine to five every day just for them. But my girl is tired of being home. How do I handle this? My son is on the autism spectrum, so I know he requires a lot of her attention. I see that she's stressing and wants to get back into the workforce, but I think she should stay home and be a stay-at-home mom. What do y'all think? Oh, I feel this so hard, like, because I was a stay-at-home mom for three years and um, by choice, which I am very very fortunate to have had that choice. I think he was asking me. No, I'm just kidding. It's obviously you. <laughs> I'm giving my answer first. I will give you the I floor said, shortly. I said it's obviously you. I'm kidding. Well, you can have an opinion. No. Um, it's so hard. And to have three, two, and eight months, and then another that, uh, one child in particular that just like needs a little bit more of her time and attention and patience. Like, I cannot imagine what this poor woman is feeling. So, I think what your your wife has no time to even like work out her thoughts in her brain of what she actually really wants because she's so tired. She's just needing a little bit of an identity outside of mom. And sometimes that could be a lunch with her girlfriends once a week that she knows she gets every week, a workout once or twice a week where she leaves the house by herself, goes to get a workout comes home, gets to shower. So maybe that means putting a little extra money aside to get a part-time sitter that can come in. You can talk to family members that they can rotate and like take each week, like one day to give her like a me day. Like you don't, running right back into the workforce is like gonna be a shock to her system. You know, she's, she's, she's just tired and she's touched out and she's exhausted and she's stretched thin and it's just and she's postpartum. So I feel for both of you because I know it was like really hard for my husband to watch me go through that. Um, it's just those, this, someone called it the lost years, like those first few years. It's just really hard. But I think giving her just like a little bit of time to breathe, time to leave, time to feel like she's something else other than a mom. And then you guys can talk about maybe what she's needing beyond that. But I think start with that. 
Yeah, I'm not having kids. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just too much. I also feel like, you know what I feel like? You know when you're watching somebody in like a movie talk about someone else and then they're like, are you talking about yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're just well, like, she's tired. Yeah. Okay, she's well, touched. Saying, she well, needs some time. Literally, clearly you can see. I was, I have like PTSD. It was like very, very, very hard and isolating and sad and you don't know, like you, you start remembering things you used to do and you're like, I'm not even like close to that person anymore. I have no identity. I'm tired. I'm angry. I'm not, not my best self. I'm a bitch. Yeah. All those things. So I feel for both of them. And she has it times three. Like that, that's insane. I think uh, I don't really, I shouldn't, or I just like, I don't know anything about fucking kids and stay home and three kids or whatever. But I think it's kind of something like you said, my thing is like, if you have three kids under three and you could afford to stay home, like I can't imagine squeezing any, like I can't imagine squeezing anything all else into your life. But like you said, is it something that you can provide her happiness through other stuff to where she won't feel this need to? Because like you said, she just needs something. She just needs to get out you of the house. Yeah. So She's that's a the thing. She's a weaver kid. She needs even, to talk to other adults. Even in the house, like making her happier, making her, this. so if, if he's saying, I want a woman to stay home, Maybe if he's making her happier at home. Oh, that's home. right. He said, I want my girl to stay at home. Yeah. Then you got to make arrangements where she can get the fuck out sometimes. Yeah. You You're got, holding uh, her captive right now, dude. She comes into the bedroom. You got a little foot bath going. Now I'm mad at him. Do a little foot rub. You see, this is see, what I, I want. Read the, I read the title and now I'm mad at him. You're mad. I'm mad at him because he says he wants her home. Then you got to help her out. But also, like, is it really bad of a guy who has three kids under three years old to want his wife home and not going to work? No, five and days I a get that. Uh, these are his children, too. I totally get that. And he is ent entitled to an opinion about this. Absolutely. However, he needs to support her in this, in this mutual decision. There needs to be a conversation. Her voice matters. If she's feeling strung out and really miserable, you need to help her out. He is supportive. He's asking he us what to do instead of being like, you're fucking staying home, bitch. I you know. know what I, mean? I was kidding. Yeah, was he's just, asking. I'm not mad at you. He's asking what to do. I know. Yeah, he knew you'd be mad. He didn't even leave a name. <laughs> there's no there's no sign. We yeah. couldn't even trace him. All right. We got to go. Bye. <laughs>